You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Today, I want to talk to you about confidence on Instagram. Really wish I could sing. You ever sit around and think if I could do any other skill, what would it be? Sing, play guitar. That would be me right there. Anyway, sidetracked already. We're 14 seconds into this Instagram party. But as most of you know already, I used to be a capital H hater of Instagram. I used to log on. I used to say, today is the day I'm finally going to get the courage to post something on my Instagram feed putting the weight of the world on my own shoulders and assuming that the next post was going to revolutionize my business. I would end up with a million followers. I would then make a million dollars all because of this one Instagram post. Does that sound familiar to you? (laughs) Maybe a slightly less extreme example would be jumping onto Instagram and very quickly falling into the world of comparison, being overcome by self-doubt, and feeling completely and utterly demoralized. Yes, that was also an experience I was incredibly familiar with. I had this assumption, right? This underlying assumption that everybody else had this thing figured out and that in order to run a profitable and very successful floral design business, I need to have many, many, many followers on Instagram. I assumed that your follower count was a direct reflection of how successful your business was. And literally, I used to think that every other floral designer out there, particularly the ones that I love following, I used to think that they had access to some secret, magical, how-to Instagram guide. And here is the thing. What is incredibly not helpful as a business owner and floral designer is the fact that this industry is fucking obsessed with the final photo. It is literally like some sort of glamour competition where everybody is trying to out-photo the next person. And they're trying to make it look so effortless. When in actual fact, you and I both know that that is not true. But friends, I am here to help. I am here to give you a little bit of a glimpse into what is possible when it comes to Instagram and to demystify a few of the assumptions that you might be making and give you some very tangible, actionable steps that you can take to feel much more confident when it comes to Instagram. I literally thought that for years, I was the only one that was consumed by the self-doubt and the uncertainty. It's recently come to my attention. (laughs) That is not true. That I experienced that 
a few years ago and then I started trying a few things and today I'm going to talk you through some of my most pivotal aha moments that I have had around Instagram and passing it on to you because that feeling of hating Instagram is one of the worst feelings on the planet but I will also offer to you that it's completely unnecessary. So I'm going to talk you through some very specific tips and tricks so that you can jump off listening to this podcast, jump right onto Instagram and know that you have a much clearer intention and strategy, clarity around how to use Instagram as a floral designer and business owner. And the first thing, the very first thing I want to talk you through is the fact that your Instagram account, your follower count is irrelevant. It is 100% irrelevant. And I know that that is speaking in contradiction to what a lot of other social media, Instagram gurus, teachers might spout out. And if you listen to those Instagram teachers, they are going to talk to you about how to increase engagement and how to increase your follower count. But I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a secret. Running a successful floral design business, getting regular leads, regular inquiries, getting regular online orders has nothing to do with your follower count. Literally making money as a floral designer has nothing to do with how many people are actually following you on Instagram. And I know you're probably sitting there going, I don't believe you. Or 80% of you believes me and there's 20% of you that doesn't. So I want to spend a few minutes and explain to you exactly why your follower count does not directly impact how much money you can make as a floral designer. If you zoom out for a second, when it comes to running a floral design business, one of the most important things to know is that anytime, literally any time your customers buy flowers, it is in direct response to an event that is happened or is happening in their life. People do not buy flowers out of inspiration. Floral designers buy flowers out of inspiration. Stylists, interior designers buy flowers out of inspiration. But our customers, generally speaking, do not buy flowers because they are simply inspired to. Instead, understanding that your customers are going to buy flowers when an event specifically triggers the need for flowers. So the event might be, hey, I'm engaged, we're getting married, we want flowers to help bring some energy, life and romance to our wedding. See, event occurs in your potential client's life, they go through the process, they know that they want flowers at their wedding. Totally different context. Your niece has a baby. You know, oh, niece has baby, I'm going to send some flowers to the hospital. Or somebody has a birthday, somebody gets promoted, somebody buys a new house, somebody retires, somebody's anniversary. So many events are the actual stimulus for your customers 
triggering and making the decision to buy flowers. It's so important to recognize that fact because so often where you think you need to put your energy and effort in marketing your business is a complete waste of time and energy because we as floral designers and business owners are at such an incredible advantage. Our customers are already trained to know. Flowers provide a great gift option. Flowers add an abundance of romance to a wedding that is already ingrained in their brain. We don't have to, as business owners, go out there and educate our clients on the fact that flowers make a great gift. They already know that. So instead, where you need to focus all your time and energy from a marketing point of view is when your customers raise their hand, and I'm saying that metaphorically, but when they raise their hand to say, hey, now I am looking for a floral designer because the event has already happened in their life. They know that flowers are exactly how they want to solve the problem. Now they're going out to find a vendor who can solve the problem for them. This my friends, is the greatest secret to building a successful floral design business. It is why you will hear me spout out so often about leveling up your search engine optimization game, particularly if you're focused in on everyday flowers. Also important if you're wearing an events florist because the event happens in our customer's life. In some instances, they're gonna jump onto Google and they're going to start searching. Your website needs to directly be in the search results so that your customer knows that you can solve your customer's problem. Here's the thing. If you're putting all of your energy and effort into trying to grow your following on Instagram, you're assuming that it's only your followers who are going to buy your services. You're assuming that by growing your following count, the more people who follow you, the more people who are likely to buy your product. And I will tell you right now, you're focused entirely on the wrong strategy. If we know from a big picture point of view that our customers are already trained, they know flowers are exactly the right way to solve their problem. Our job when it comes to Instagram specifically is to then think through where our customers are searching on Instagram. I'm gonna wait for approximately three seconds so that you could potentially guess the answer to this question. Where are your customers searching for a floral designer on Instagram? One, two, three. It's like playing Jeopardy. Did you wager all of your money? I hope so. Because the answer, many of you will have guessed correctly, is hashtags. The most underrated aspect of Instagram. The thing about floral design, our customers know flowers are exactly how they want to solve the problem. They want to be able to find a solution to their problem with immediate results. They're not going to go in, think about who they're following, and then go, oh yeah, hey, no, maybe this person could help. Mm -mm. Too hard. 
takes too much time. They are looking for immediate gratification. What they're going to do, let's pretend for a second that you run a flower studio in Montreal, home-based, but you're focused in on everyday flowers. Let's pretend for a second somebody just had a baby and they want to send flowers to a hospital in Montreal. What do you think that that customer is going to search on Instagram when it comes to hashtags? Very likely some combination of Montreal florist, flower delivery Montreal, florist, Montreal, some combination of flower delivery, florist, and the city. It's very, very simple. You need to start to think like your customers and you need to start to unpack and understand how your customers use Instagram. And because our customers know flowers make a great solution to the problem that they might have, recognizing that then your customers are going to immediately jump into the hashtag to find a floral designer in the right city to specifically solve their problem. The reason that hashtags are so powerful is because they're location specific and they're service specific. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about being able to use those hashtags like wedding flowers or home-based studio, succulents, DS pink, flowers of Instagram. Those are not the hashtags that your customers are using. If you sat down today and you actually thought about your ideal customer and you put an hour into researching the hashtags that are relevant that you think that your customer is going to use to search on Instagram, you are going to all of a sudden be a go-to florist because every other floral designer is focused on exactly the wrong thing. I want you to think about how you can embrace the power of hashtags so that you can show up and get found by your ideal client. And in that smaller pool of search results, it is so easy for you to stand out from the crowd. So easy. All of a sudden, you have created a very specific link between your customer, they have put their hand up and they're doing some very intentional searching using some very specific hashtags. You are incredibly savvy and incredibly smart and are trusting me in what I am telling you. You are incorporating those hashtags into your posts so that when your customer does that search, your business shows up as a result. It is so simple. So instead of worrying about how many followers you have on Instagram, I want you to spend your time thinking so much more about your customer and how they use Instagram. Quite literally, if you sat down today and created a very clear hashtag strategy, Remember, if you have 30 hashtags that you can use on Instagram, there is no reason you shouldn't use up all 30. And if you spend time researching the hashtags that are going to be relevant to your ideal client, incorporate those hashtags into your posts, you are going to get discovered by so many amazing customers and start to see an increase in inquiries 
and orders. So, well, every other floral designer out there who is not listening to this podcast is either comparing themselves to the competition or sitting there navel-gazing, I will invite you, oh smart one, to start to play a different game on Instagram. Stop stressing about your follower count and start focusing in on the hashtags that can get you found by your ideal customers. The next point. Once you've conquered the world of hashtags, I want you to shift your focus on how you show up on Instagram. You already now know more followers does not automatically mean more business. And in actual fact, I would suggest that more than 80% of the people that follow you will never buy from you. So if you're spending your time focused on trying to grow your Instagram following, you're focused entirely on the wrong strategy. Plus, I will also tell you right now, Instagram is not about showing off to your friends, showing off to your families, or trying to keep up with your peers. Those are not the people that pay the bills. Those are not the people that keep your business in business. I encourage you to change your focus. And I want you to look at Instagram as a marketing tool. Quite literally, it is a free outlet for your business to connect with your customers. So show up as a business owner in a way that can help you demonstrate to your customers that your business can help them solve a problem. So stop stressing about what your friends or your peers might think about what you're posting on Instagram. They are not your focus. I want you to flip the script in your head and I want you to put all of your energy into helping your customers. Quite literally, it's your customers that are the reason your business is in business. Yes? My guideline is always your next post is about your next customer. It is not about worrying about what your peers are going to say about your post. It is not about not feeling good enough. It is not about worrying about what your sister's going to say. None of that matters. It is about your business using Instagram as a marketing outlet to connect your business to your customers and to educate your customers on the fact that your business is in business to help your customers. And trust me when I tell you, our customers need a lot of help. Like a lot, a significant amount, a shitload, in fact, technically speaking. So when it comes to thinking about what to post and what to put your energy into and how you can help your customers, I want you to remember that your customers are the reason that you are there. Your customers are the reason that your Instagram profile exists at all. I want you to show up as a business owner and use Instagram as an avenue to very specifically direct your business in a way that connects you with your customers.
stop worrying about your competition. Stop worrying about your peers. Seriously, enough is enough. I want you to put all of your energy, like every ounce of energy that you can imagine when it comes to showing up on Instagram, showering your customers with love, showing them that you can help, showing them that you're very approachable, making it easy for them to buy from you. Super, super, super important that you shift your entire focus on how you show up on Instagram and put your customer in the center of everything that you are doing. Once you start to embrace the power of putting your customer at the center of everything that you are doing and knowing you showing up as a business owner on Instagram is about you connecting your business to your customer. I also want to offer up to you the opportunity that you can actually, in fact, expand your Instagram feed beyond flowers. As of right now, I hereby grant you permission to be a floral designer who doesn't always post photos of flowers. I know it might sound a little bit crazy. Try it out and I will tell you it works. Instead, I want you to think about curating your feed and creating a cohesive vibe. I want you to stand back and look at your Instagram feed as a more cohesive collection of images and posts that tell a more substantial story. Very functionally, your customer could find you through a very good hashtag strategy. They're going to land on your feed. And in actual fact, if they just see a wall of flowers and bouquets, it can feel totally overwhelming. They're going to know that you're a floral designer, right? If 50%, 60%, 70% of your images actually include flowers, it's going to be incredibly obvious that you're a floral designer. You don't need to bang them over the head with every post being about flowers. I want you to take a step back and I want you to approach curating your Instagram feed in line with communicating a specific mood, a specific emotion, or a specific vibe with your customers. Quite literally, I want you to think about pulling together a collage of images that is cohesive around what emotion you want to communicate with your client. As a reference point, I want you to think for every two posts that you include that have flowers in it, I want you then to incorporate a post that doesn't have flowers in it. If you think about being able to get found by your dream customer using sitting down and identifying your hashtag strategy that's relevant to your location, your ideal customer, and then knowing your images from your feed can all be hashtagged with your 30 hashtags. That means if you have images that are not flower specific, but evoke a particular mood and they show up in your client's hashtag search results, you are going to separate yourself from the competition so fast. It's going to blow your mind because you know that you're playing a different game. Your hashtag strategy and what you post very simply what you have in your image can be two separate things. You might find a beautiful picture of 
furniture or coffee or a cute pair of shoes that you want to incorporate into your feed because it aligns with the vibe that you want to portray to your customers, there is literally no reason you can't then continue to use exactly the same hashtags that you would if you were posting a beautiful photo of a finished bouquet. Quite literally, nobody is saying that the hashtag has to be a direct reflection of what you're posting. Instead, your hashtags are about attracting and connecting with your ideal client, bringing them into your sales vortex so that they land on your feed and they start to understand the services that you offer. And if you start to incorporate your hashtag strategy for every picture that you use, regardless of whether it includes flowers or doesn't include flowers, you are going to separate yourself visually from the competition immediately. If you think of looking up your hashtag, like one of your go-to hashtags that's appropriate for your customer, and then all of a sudden that beautiful picture of delicate shoes appears in that search results pool, your customer is going to click on it purely out of curiosity. Then they're going to love what you post about it. They're going to land on your feed. They're going to understand that you're a floral designer. They're going to click the link in your bio, end up on your website, bam, $120 flower order. All because you understand that hashtags are how you get found and you're curating your feed in line with a very specific vibe that you want to put out into the world. I want you to think about how you can curate your feed in a way that can emotionally connect to your customers. And I will also be one of the few people on this planet that will encourage you to sit down and actively curate your feed because the beauty of your feed is a direct reflection of your ability to flower. Now, I know you might be a little bit shocked by that statement, but the reason that that is true is because it's true in the eyes of our customers. You know, and I know, playing the Instagram game has nothing to do with your ability to design flowers. It is an entirely different skill set. But from our customers' point of view, how we do anything is how we do everything. How beautiful your Instagram feed looks is a direct representation of your ability to design. That is how your customer looks at it. And that is all that matters. So my last point that I want to share with you today is I want to encourage you to dream bigger when it comes to your Instagram feed. I want you to curate your feed. I want you to put your customer at the center of everything that you're doing. And I want to give you permission to start to curate your feed in line with the business that you want to be running. The reality is if you keep posting the same kind of work, you will continue to be asked to do the same kind of work. Whatever you post on Instagram is what your customers are going to ask you to do. As much as you might not like the idea of having a catalog, your customers use your Instagram feed as a specific 
reference for what is possible. As much as you might resist the idea of thinking and feeling like you're going to be put into some sort of constrained box by embracing the idea of having a catalog, even if you don't like the idea, it's how your customers use Instagram. So it doesn't matter whether you like the idea. And in actual fact, I would suggest resisting the idea, not a great approach. So if you can understand that your customers use your Instagram feed as a direct catalog and representation for what is possible, they are going to use it as a point of reference for when they reach out to enlist your services. So if you want to level up your design work, you need to level up your Instagram feed. I want you to think about featuring the kind of work you want to be asked to create. If you integrate photos of the kind of work you want to be creating, your customers will ask you to create that work. So my next question to you is to sit down and think about the kind of work you want to be creating. Who do you want to be working with? What formats do you want to be using? What specific flowers do you want to be featuring? What color palettes do you want to use? I want to encourage you to set your sights higher. Your Instagram feed is a direct reflection of the business that you are going to be running in six to 12 months. You can start posting today the type of work you want to be asked to make tomorrow so that you can set yourself on the path of the business that you want to be running. I want you to curate your Instagram feed in line with the vision of your dream business. And if you're wondering, well, my feed is filled with pictures from, you know, the work that I don't really want to be doing anymore. Here's a great idea. You could spend this afternoon going out, sourcing a whole bunch of images, sorting through your back catalog, looking at stock photos, looking at inspiration photos from other designers. And within 21 to 28 posts, your feed will look completely different. It's so simple. And in so many cases, our customers very rarely scroll that far back because as I mentioned earlier, they're looking for a solution to their problem right now. They're not going to spend days and days and days and days and hours and hours and hours scrolling through the back catalog of your feed. They might, if they've already inquired and they want to continue to build a relationship while they wait for you to respond to them. But in the most immediate sense, they're looking for a solution to their problem right now. You can immediately go in and completely reconfigure and rejig your Instagram feed by a beautifully curated collection of 21 to 28 images. And giant disclaimer, if you decide to include photos from other designers, please, 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 please make sure you give them full credit. Nobody said you can't incorporate the work of other designers onto your Instagram feed, but I will tell you, please give that designer credit for the fact that that is their photo. So my last tip for today is I want to give you permission to dream bigger. I want you to curate your feed and I want you to tell you that it matters. And I want you to start posting the pictures of the work that you want your customers to be asking you to do. Our customers know so little about floral design that you taking the initiative, starting to update the look of your Instagram feed in line 
with the type of work that you want your clients to be asking you to do, then all of a sudden your clients, they're going to be asking you to do that work. So put, which I was trying to think, is it the cart before the horse or the horse before the cart? Who gives a rat's ass? Just start increasing the look and the aesthetic of your Instagram feed. Start featuring the work of the type designs you want to be making and that's what your customers are going to ask you to be doing. If you're currently sitting there rolling your eyes and wishing your customers would somehow magically ask you to create different kinds of styles and different kinds of work, they have no idea what is possible. You need to show them. Take the leadership position and show your customers what is possible. And friends, as you can tell, I can go on and on and on and on and on talking about Instagram. But instead of wasting all of your time, I will invite you, if you want more Instagram goodness, I will encourage you to sign up for my Instagram masterclass. Quite literally, I will tell you right now, how floral designers get to approach Instagram is so different. Like it is so different in our industry than how other industries need to focus on Instagram. I will invite you to sign up to my Instagram masterclass. The course and the online program literally outlines for you my proven system for attracting better clients, shows you how to feel more confident in how you show up on Instagram, and gives you my go-to tools and resources so that you can make Instagram a fun place to be. I can tell you right now. I am evidence of the fact that you can build a hugely successful floral design business without thousands of followers. You need to start focusing on your customers and showing up in a way that connects with them. So in my online course, I am giving you my hashtag how to, I am giving you my easy image ideas. I am literally talking you through how to plan out your grid. I am giving you full inspiration on how to plan an entire month captions. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier than you think it is because you can then take that month, roll it out over an entire year. And I promise you within a matter of hours, you can have an entire year's worth of Instagram captions written. Now, I know that sounds too good to be true. It will all make sense when you sign up for the course because it is so, so simple. Once you put your customer at the center of your business, everything comes into focus. So my course also includes specifics on what to do with your Instagram stories. I've also created templates for you to borrow so that you can just jump on, change some of the information, post it to your Instagram stories. And I am also talking you through what to do with your Instagram highlights. So powerful, but so many people just completely misuse them. And I'm going to talk you through what features on Instagram matter, which ones are completely irrelevant. So much goodness. If you want in, if you want to sign up for Instagram masterclass, all you need to do is visit fourflorists.com backslash Instagram. One-time payment, jump in, get immediate access to all of the videos, all of the templates, all of the tools, quite literally. It's worth like 20 times more than the price you'll pay for it. So if you want in, if you want to learn more, go to fourflorists.com backslash Instagram. All the information is sitting there waiting for you. 
And friends, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to teach you how to stop hating Instagram, how to level up your Instagram game and make this whole thing super fun. And peoples, in amongst everything that is happening right now in the world, I will encourage you to take care of yourself. I will encourage you to jump off of social media, ironically as it sounds. I will encourage you to put yourself first to make sure that you're getting a lot of sleep and a lot of rest. Eat your vegetables, drink lots of water, get outside in nature. And if it's been a while since you've done anything with flowers or anything creative, please make time to do that. Your soul needs nurturing. And I love you and I will talk to you again next week.